0: Hello, and welcome to The Herb Walk with Jessica Baker. Season three is turning out to be a great season. I've really enjoyed all of the interviews I've done. I also had some single episodes where I just talk about Chinese medicine and herbalism, which as most of you know, is something I'm very passionate about. Some of you have found this podcast because of my work with cannabis and other people have found me because I'm an acupuncturist. Other people, because I'm an herbalist and aromatherapist. So it's always nice for me to see who is listening and um, what feedback you guys want to give me in terms of the information that you really like that I give on the podcast, or if there's something else you'd like to hear, or if you're like, don't read any more chapters from your book, read more chapters from your book, plant songs. Um, I just want to learn about Chinese medicine. I just want to hear about cannabis. I want to hear about other entheogens. Really, I am here to, to give the listeners what they want. I mean, I have selfish motivations for doing this. Obviously, I'm like, who do I want to talk to? What do I want to know about? So it's really my own curiosity about the people I interview or about the, the subjects that I talk about. So please... Subscribe to the HerbWalk podcast on iTunes and Stitchers. Absolutely leave me a review so more people can find me. Um, And if you are wanting to read more about uh, what I have to offer, you can go to jessicabaker.blog or bakerbotanica.com. I'm also on Instagram, baker underscore botanica, and on Facebook as Jessica Baker Lac. Today, I'd like to welcome to the show, Arcelia Miller, from uh, the program coordinator from Oklahoma Women Can. Thanks for being on the show, Arcelia.
1: Thank you. I'm so excited about this, and uh, thank you for having us.
0: Yeah, you're definitely welcome. Uh, I know there's a lot of you uh, in Women Can, Oklahoma Women Can, but if you don't mind, tell us a little bit about yourself, since you're the one on the interview. Um, you know, where are you from and where do you live now?
1: Well, uh, originally from Oklahoma, um, we are a military family. My father was military, my husband's military. Um, so we traveled a lot. Uh, most of my family is here in Oklahoma. So when we decided to retire, this was the area that we wanted to come to because um, my husband's from New York and we, we didn't want to settle in New York. So Oklahoma was kind of the right area for us. Um, so right now we're we're in Lawton and um, just you know, loving the the fact that we're Oklahomans right now.
0: I know it's pretty, it's a definitely an exciting time to be in Oklahoma. Um, I also come from a military family, so I can relate to that. It's like, well, I was born here, but that doesn't mean (laughs) that's where I'm necessarily from. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Um, But it's definitely nice. I know you're happy to be back home. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your personal history with cannabis, if you have one, or if this is something that OK Women Can has um, kind of brought to the forefront for you?
1: Well, um, OK Women Can has definitely broadened my perspective on medical cannabis, but I, my original introduction to, into it was through my daughter, who is uh, was also in the military and uh, suffered from anxiety. Um, from service, and she started using medical cannabis as a way to treat that. And she wanted to establish a business in Oklahoma. Of course, we weren't legal at the time. We traveled to Phoenix. Um, I'm just supporting her. Didn't have a clue or an idea of what was going on. And when I went to that conference in Phoenix, it just opened my eyes to the possibilities. And then recognizing that this is actually a plant. It's not a drug that chemically compounded. You know, it's something that we, we can grow. God put it here for us to use. Um, so we came back to Oklahoma and thought, you know what, we need to educate Oklahoma. We're getting ready to, to vote and no one really understands what this is. So we actually had a first cannabis conference in Oklahoma back in 2018, in February of 2018. It was the CISCON. And uh, we had uh, Senator Connie Johnson as our speaker and some wonderful uh, speakers from Texas. And uh, even in Oklahoma, uh, Regina Nelson was one of our speakers. And so that's how we kind of got into this cannabis business or industry um, back in 2018.
0: Okay. And is she also part of the OK Women Can Association?
1: Well, um, uh Senator Connie Johnson has been supportive of, of our events. She's actually going to be one of our speakers um, at our, She's actually one of the speakers at our dinner that we're having in December to honor our supporters. And uh, so she's very supportive and um, often gives us uh, feedback and information.
0: That's great. It's always nice to have a local representative behind you because I've seen yes. in other states if the. Uh, and even here in Oklahoma City, really with the mechanical inspectors, if somebody's not on board, it really does slow up yeah. the whole process. And that what we're talking about is then patients don't have access because businesses right. can't open. Right. right, right. And I think that's the important part that in this cannabis, you know, industry, I hate saying that word, but that's exactly what it is and what it has become is um you know especially in a in a state where it's medical and not recreational mm-hmm. yet, I'm all for recreational cannabis, but um if it is medical cannabis, we have to remember that this really is about access to patients mm-hmm. and exactly. um, you know and keeping things clean and affordable and right you know and at least like on the up and up as much as possible
1: <laughs> right right it's it's medicine
0: it's it's total medicine and it definitely needs yeah. to be treated that way um so we know kind of your 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 history with cannabis and your daughter's history is that what prompted you to start okay women can or was that just to um what prompted your daughter to start her business
1: well um Okay, women can was actually uh, founded and established by a group of other women. uh, Deline Gilbert um, uh, comes off the top of my head. Also, other women that were with her established the organization. Um, She has been changed her focus to focus on. They have a business also, so they have uh, also put more effort into that. So we're kind of we kind of stepped in and. started running the organization for her myself and for other women and from that point we've just been trying to grow it and and bring other women on board
0: and what what does your membership look like right now like what do you offer people and how can um a listener become a member if they want to
1: well we are our mission and our focus is to support women businesses, uh, to support women patients, to support families and communities, and we are reaching out to the cannabis community and also the non-cannabis community because one of our focuses is education. We need to educate the communities and bring our communities together, the non-cannabis and the cannabis community so that we work together um, in understanding this. And what we do is we try to bring women in to get their feedback and their ideas. We offer membership, of course. And with the membership, uh, we do have different levels. We have community levels for people that just want to just learn about cannabis and just be in the industry. And then we offer a business level for those business members that want to participate in our events. Uh, We offer Booth space at all of our events, um, advertisement on our website, um, co sponsoring uh, for events. We always look for opportunities to collaborate with businesses in doing events, um, getting education and information out there. Um, so we do have various levels for all people that are interested, and we want to just support all women, whether they're in the cannabis industry or not.
0: That's great. So it's really a, um, a woman focused group definitely focuses on cannabis, but really all women business owners are welcome to join, whether they're in the cannabis space or not.
1: Right, right. We do have a lot of patients. Um, Two of our programs that we have is, one of them is our Little Buds program, where we actually help children get their medical recommendations. It's a challenge for families that have to pay for two recommendations. So we offer funding. We have funding where we actually pay for those recommendations for them. And we also have our Sweet Sisters program, where we actually help women that are low income get their recommendations. And then uh, we go beyond that; we connect with these families, these parents, and we help them with dosing. We give them. We have a retired nurse, uh, Pamela Street, who actually um, runs that program, who reaches out to those families and stays connected with them to see how things are going. Do you have any questions? You know, what information do you need? So we actually broaden that program out just to reach out to those families and support them.
0: Oh, that's great. That's definitely a nice offering. I'm sure everybody really appreciates that.
1: Yes, it's it's challenging, you know, when you can't afford the recommendation. And, and so it it's needed.
0: It's definitely needed. And I have noticed that um, it's all across the board here in terms of what the doctor's recommendations cost. You know, I've seen some people offer it for $25 and then because you still have, I believe it's $100 that you have to pay to the OMMA once uh-huh. you pay for the doctor's recommendation. So right. does, your, does your program pay for just the doctor's recommendation or both the OMA fee and the recommendation?
1: Well, there have been instances where we have had to uh, step in and pay for the OMMA fee for uh, some of our patients. And when we have the funding available, we try to help out wherever we can. Now, because we're a nonprofit, we can't actually purchase um, any medications for them, but we do try to help them uh, locate medications that are affordable for them.
0: And Oklahoma is a pretty large state. Do you have different chapters throughout the state, or is there one main area that you typically have events?
1: Well, we, our main area, of course, is the OKC area. We do have a chapter, and we just started in southeast Oklahoma around the Durant area. Wonderful group of women out there. Um, those women are so made, motivated. I had an awesome time there. But as I said, we're trying to, we really want to branch out to the rural areas in Oklahoma. That's kind of our, our reason for going to Southeast Oklahoma. And so we're always looking for people that are interested in supporting our, our organization in areas um, because we can go there, but we kind of need someone there on the, on the ground who knows what's going on there that can tell us what we need to do, what do those ladies need in that area so that we can get them some resources. So we're always looking for opportunities to to branch out.
0: Well, on that, we're going to take a small break. And when we come back, I'm going to talk to Arcelia about what direction OK Women Can would like to see cannabis go in Oklahoma and also any advice for aspiring businesswomen. We'll be right back. And we're back with Arcelia Miller, Program Coordinator with Oklahoma Women Can Association. I want to thank Arcelia one more time for being on the Herb Walk with Jessica Baker. Wonderful. So, Arcelia, you know, as someone who's really passionate about not only cannabis, but, you know, helping other women in Oklahoma, you know, be the best that they can be, what direction? would you like to see, you know, women working in the cannabis industry or in any industry, really? What direction would you like to see Oklahoma go? Like maybe by giving grants to women business owners or have you foreseen anything like that?
1: Um, I I don't even think that there are people out there talking about that right now. But that is definitely something that our association plan to focus on in the two. 2020 year. Um, we plan to do more advocacy at the Capitol um, for women, uh, women in the industry, uh, mainly because there, we need a voice. Uh, there needs to be a voice for the women. We have opinions, we have ideas, and we're valuable. We're valuable to this cannabis community. Uh, whether people want to believe it or not, there's a large number of women out there that own businesses in the cannabis industry here. And their voice needs to be heard. We want to be their voice. And um, so we just want to see more women coming together, uh, supporting one another. Women can be treacherous at times, but when we come together, we are a mighty force. And I just look forward to more women supporting each other, more women coming together and speaking out for women in the industry. It is my hope that they do offer grants. Um, maybe even an incubator for women that have ideas that want to create something that can come together and support one another and make things happen for each other.
0: And does OK Women Can, do you have monthly meetings that other women can attend?
1: We have quarterly, we call them Canaanites, and we invite all women, whether they're members or not, to come out to uh, network, to share ideas. We generally have a speaker that will come in. Um, we have games and activities and drawings. Um, just women come out, let your hair down, let's have a good time and, and talk to each other. And those are quarterly. We kind of um, have those in different areas sometimes in OKC, sometimes in Lawton. Uh, We'll have some in our Durant chapter now. So um, and we're always like I said, we're always looking for areas to come and have these events at to bring more women out. Uh, So we do meet quarterly uh, to coordinate and connect.
0: And do you have a website or Instagram, Facebook, anything that other that people can find you at?
1: We have our website, www.okwomencan.com. We are on Facebook and we do have a Facebook group uh, for anyone can join. You don't have to be a member to be on our Facebook group. And then we do have our Instagram page also.
0: And that's OK Women Can and can is spelled with two N's.
1: C-A-N-N dot com.
0: Great. And do you know if there is a directory or anything of women business owners or women cannabis business owners in Oklahoma?
1: there we do have you have to be a member to access our directory page. Uh, but there isn't actually a directory per se that's printed that you can actually look at um, on our on our website. If you are a member, we do you do have access to our directory. Um, And like I said, membership is as low as $50 uh, a year, and you get access to that directory as well as um, other benefits, uh, such as discount on our events and participating. And then we're also looking for committee members, people to join our education outreach committees um, to help us get the word out. And so those opportunities are also open to members also.
0: And do you have any um events or fundraisers coming up that you'd like us to know about? We have
1: a um, event coming up in January. It is our Ganja Shiro Awards where we will be recognizing and acknowledging those women in the Oklahoma community that have really gone beyond in building up this industry and really help the community a lot. So we are taking nominations now and we will have a luncheon to present that award in January. Um, And of course, next year we will have our annual Holistic Health Fair in August. We're always looking for vendors and participants for that event, uh, bringing together all people in the industry, not only in this industry, but in holistic, the holistic industry. um, That's very popular here in Oklahoma. There are lots of businesses out there with um, herbal alternatives or alternative medicine. So we're also always looking for vendors for that event. And then we do have our Cannonite events uh, that will be held quarterly. And uh, we will have some educational events going on next year also.
0: And I imagine that all of the dates for these events are on your website.
1: Yes, ma'am. They will be posted on our website, or if you're one of our followers on Facebook or Instagram, you also see you'll see something popping up uh, when those events come up.
0: Um, well, since I am an acupuncturist and an herbalist, um, I want to ask, and I'm sure that some of our listeners also um, love to talk about other herbal medicines. Uh, you mentioned that there are a lot of holistic um, practitioners in herbal medicine in Oklahoma. Is that something that Oklahoma women can? Is that a big part of your association? Or is that just like a lot of your members also happen to be passionate about other herbal medicine?
1: We actually have some members that are not cannabis uh, industry people. We are a holistic, a well-rounded organization, I believe. Um, So it's just the, the idea of alternative medicine and a quality of life. And most of the times that is alternative medicine. So yes, we do have members that are not in the cannabis industry, but just looking for a holistic way of living.
0: That's great. It's a, it's nice to hear a lot of times cannabis and other herbal medicine, they get separated, but they really truly are, you know, they belong together. Medicine. I mean, cannabis is a plant, you know, it's plant it, medicine. It is,
1: <laughs> right. Right. And then we're, The knowledge and the information that's coming out from just this examining of this plant, we're learning so much more about just herbal medicine in general. So, I mean, it's connected.
0: Yep, it is definitely connected. Um, As someone who, I know you haven't lived here your whole life because you moved around in the military, but um, have you noticed any significant changes in Oklahoma since 788 passed and we've had medical cannabis here?
1: I, I have. I believe that the um understanding of the plant has become greater. Um, I was at a lab last week speaking with someone and they were talking about the terpenes, how they're doing studies on the terpenes in the plant. So we're just we're not just looking at the plant, we're we're growing in the knowledge of it. And I think more Oklahomans are becoming comfortable with with cannabis and um Are okay with it. Can't imagine the people that I come across um, in this, in my walk, in this association, who I connect with, who will pull me aside and say, "You know what? I I really think that this plan is great. I don't use it myself, but this is a great thing." And so I believe that we're we're growing in knowledge and understanding in Oklahoma. I mean, this is the Bible Belt, believe it or not.
0: (laughs) You know, it is the Bible Belt, but it's a little bit more gentle than, yeah. I, I lived in Georgia and Tennessee and a, a few other Southern states, and it was a little bit more judgmental Christian like attitude, but I don't feel that same thing here in Oklahoma. It really just seems mm-hmm. like this is what I would choose to believe and you believe whatever you want and it's okay. You know, I, it, yeah. it's a little yeah. bit more gentle. <laughs>
1: yeah, we're, we're growing. We're growing. <laughs>
0: So what would you say to other women um, in Oklahoma or beyond that are aspiring to be an entrepreneur, whether it's in the cannabis space or not? Do you have any um, words of wisdom for them or any challenges that you went through that maybe if you knew this, it might have been a little bit easier for you?
1: I would say to the women that are interested in the industry, don't give up. women are strong. Women are essential to strong communities. We are needed in this industry. And it is a challenge. I know it's hard, but I would say start where you're at. And if you find that the door is closed in one area, look for another opening and go through that door and rely on other women to uh, encourage and support you because uh, we have a knack for bringing people together. Women have a knack for meeting needs and loving people well. So I would say look for the support of other women. Um, look for an alternative to what you want to get done. I would say don't give up. Um, to keep moving forward and just make it happen.
0: And are there any local Oklahoma resources or even national resources that you might find helpful for someone?
1: Um, I would I would probably encourage them to um, connect with an association. There are several women's associations in Oklahoma um, and look for resources through those connections because there may be members in that organization that will have information or that can connect you to where you need to get information. Um, because those associations kind of intermingle, it's word of mouth that really gets you what you need. And so connecting with an association or organization that can connect you to the resources that you, even national resources, I would encourage someone to connect with an organization that can, that you can network with and meet someone that might help you.
0: Yeah. Networking is definitely the key to all good business, I think, and uh, getting, and getting to know your local Politicians usually helps your city council members, you know, especially if yeah. with the with cannabis especially there's a lot of policy that's constantly changing. So it's always good to know right. Um, you know, someone who may be part of that policy change.
1: Right. I definitely agree with that. I think that um our local politicians are the little some of them are still closed minded, but there are some that are open-minded and don't have a problem with cannabis. So definitely get to know those people and connect with those people in your communities.
0: Absolutely. Um, Well, before we wrap up our conversation, is there anything else you would like the listeners to know about OK Women Can that we didn't get to cover?
1: Um, Well, I would, I would just want to say that we, we, Welcome all women. Um, we've talked about that, but mainly I wanted to emphasize the need for women to come together. Like I said, there are a lot of women organizations out there. It would be wonderful if we can work together and collaborate and um, just connect and, and not be competitive for. work. Or manipulative. So I would, I would just hope that we would be able to come together and work as a community to, in order to build up the community.
0: Absolutely. Abso- excuse me. Absolutely. I think that's a uh, good advice for life in general, right? Let's come together and be yes. a community instead of feeling like we're always in competition. It's like, let's work exactly. together and make it better for exactly. everyone.
1: Exactly. And that's the point, like you said at the beginning it it is a medicine and it, we need to treat it as a medicine and not be competitive
0: yeah absolutely we need to think about those the people who actually need the medicine first instead of um you know the, the, the fear that I mean, it's a hard industry to be in so i know there's a lot of right, fear right, right. and and with well, that there's comes, and there's a lot of patients <laughs> <laughs> yes, for those that don't know, in a little over a year, I think there was there've been two over 200,000 medical recommendations given out in Oklahoma, right. which right. to me is exactly. pretty amazing. It's a phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a little yeah. shocking, but right. it it shows that people are hungry for this medicine and I think they're hungry for plant medicine in general.
1: Yes, they are. And there's and there's a what that's field out there open for anyone that's interested in in the challenge because it is a challenge.
0: Yes, it is a challenge, but it's definitely a (laughs) a worthy one. (laughs) Well, I definitely appreciate you being on the show, Arcelia, Program Coordinator from Oklahoma Women Can. One more time, please give out your contact information so people can find you. You
1: can find us at www dot okay women can dot com uh facebook page uh we have instagram and um you can always send us a message through either of those social medias
0: great well thank you again for being on the show and thank everyone at okay women can for all of you for all that you do and i look forward to the next event
1: well thank you for the opportunity jessica this was wonderful
0: Oh, you are very welcome. Thank you. I just want to thank Arcelia Miller of OK Women Can for coming on the show one more time. That was a great interview. It's really nice to see so much great things happening in Oklahoma and around the world in general. Cannabis has really starting to take the the world by storm. And that makes me very happy because I know cannabis is a gateway herb. And so as uh, people find their way to cannabis as medicine. They're also going to find their way to other herbs and other natural forms of healing. And that is definitely a win for all of us. I want to thank you for listening to the Herbwalk podcast. Please subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. Leave a review. Follow my blog, jessicabaker.blog. I'm on Instagram as baker underscore botanica. I also have my cannabis page, Baker's Medical OKC. I have Facebook, Jessica Baker LAC, or Baker's Medical if you want to follow what I'm doing here in Oklahoma with my dispensary, my clone nursery, my outdoor grow, my greenhouse grow. I got a lot going on here. A processor making some really amazing products for the patients of Oklahoma. It really is an honor to be able to do all that I do. Um, I wish you all a great day. Thanks again for listening to The Herb Walk with Jessica Baker.